Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of Talking About Joshi, the new podcast by none other than me, Strokovich Okometal. Uh, today, I am going to be talking about a number of different topics. I mostly might be just going over one thing, though. Now that Stardom is having the swing of things back in motion, they have started announcing matches ahead of time instead of just doing it on the day of. And I'm going to go over a couple of the upcoming big matches and kind of give my opinions on what I think Stardom is going to do and what I hope is going to happen. Now these, for a lot of them, are going to be completely different um, because a lot of what I hope they do is not going to match what I believe Stardom is going to do because of the way that they do things here and there. Starting on the July 17th Cork and Hall show, there are two matches that have some significance to them. Well, three, but two of them are kind of a part of the same tournament. Now, what's going on is they're doing a white belt tournament for the belt. Um, the participants are Julia, Konami, Natsuko, and Tam. And then they're also holding a Future of Stardom title match, a three-way between Micah, Saya and Saya Kamatani. I'm going to be talking about the Future Belt one first. Now, as you can see, based on the people that are in this match, it completely goes against what I originally thought was going to happen with the belt. I thought that they were going to wait for Hanan to come back and then give it to her. I felt like that would have been the best person to give it to. But, of course, it looks like they're trying to do the same thing they did with Utami and give it to someone who couldn't realistically get beat by any of the younger girls. So, as far as I can tell... They have no intention of making that belt for the rookies, like the young girls. It's it's clearly just for the rookies and not the young girls. I don't know why they would have given the age limit um, 20 if they had no intention of really keeping it in that age range or that um, ability range once Starlight Kid lost the belt. It just doesn't really make too much sense to me. So what I hope that they do here um, kind of coincides with what I think they're going to do, um, but not really. Uh, what I think they're going to do, like what I believe Stardom's probably going to do, is they're probably going to give it to Micah. And the reason why I say that is I believe they are not going to give it to Kamatani because... She is currently going after the tag belts, and it just wouldn't make too much sense to throw the belt on Kamatani, especially since she failed to get it from Utami. And since she's partnering partnering with Utami all of the time now, it just doesn't make sense for her to be holding the belt now. Um, and then Saya I that's who I hope they give it to. I believe out of these three, I would give it to Saya Ida. Um, just have her beat Kamatani or Micah in some way, flash pain, doesn't matter, because... Uh, the rules of the match is you have to beat both of your opponents. Um, so you have to, if you pin one, you have to pin the other two. And the first one to pin or beat both of your their opponents gets the belt. And with the Itabashi, um, I believe that she can do that. But the reason why I think they're going to give it to Micah is because it just seems to go along with what Rossi kind of does a lot of the time. Um, he, he just, he doesn't do things that I would think of a lot of the time. In my opinion, the future of stardom title should be held only by future, um, not future, by stardom members. I mean, I know a lot of the other belts have the of stardom, you know, like Wonder of Stardom, World of Stardom title, 
But this one, it, it actually makes a sentence. You know, it's the future of stardom title belt. And I just don't think that people outside of stardom should really hold it. The reason I think Saya Ida would be the best choice out of these three is because they have really been building her up lately with the whole, like, Gordichan uh, nickname. They, uh, She's really improved herself. She's very fast and hard-hitting lately. She um, also would have something to kind of work for because she's really not a part of the main group of stars. She's kind of an outsider, but not, like, they don't treat her like an outsider, but she kind of is. She's not part of that main group, you know, the Mayu and Tam, and once was Arisa, and then she's also not part of, like, the the young prodigy group, you know, of Starlight Kid, so, like, she, she doesn't really fit in a lot of the time, and I think this would be a great thing for her to have, um, to give her something to do. Moving on to the White Belt Tournament. Now, the way that they're going to do this is they're going to have two matches on the July 17th show at Corken Hall, and then um, the winner of those two matches are going to uh, come back to Corken Hall on July 26th and fight each other for the White Belt. Now, what I believe is going to happen here, because the matches are Julia versus uh, Konami in the first match, and then Nascotora versus Tam in the second match, I believe that Julia and Tam are going to go on to the finals with Julia beating Tam for the white belt. This is just the most logical conclusion to this. Um, it, it, it makes the most sense because it was clear at, that Julia was kind of on her way to winning the white belt anyway, for like before all this corona stuff happened, and I just don't see them changing paths, especially with the people that they have in the tournament right now. Uh, I, it's a little unfortunate that I think that they're going to be doing um, Julia versus Tam as for the belt instead of having that Julia's first offense. But I, I still think that that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, they have uh, the whole month to really build up Julia versus Tam. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I just don't think that Konami or Natsuko are going to be the people um, getting the belt. You know, I mean... When Rossi released his six people to, to watch for this year, uh, Natsuko and Konami were not on the list. I, I believe Julia and Tam were. So it makes the most sense that one of these two is getting that white belt. The reason why I think Tam is going to go on and not Natsuko is because, for one, um, I'm already convinced that Julia is going on. And two, that means that I don't think they're going to do the Cinderella Tournament Finals again. And what I mean by that is in the Cinderella Tournament Finals, Tam and, or not Tam, Julia and Natsuko face each other in the finals of that. And Tam got knocked out, well, like, towards the end. I just don't think they're going to have Julia versus Natsuko again. And if they do this, have Julia versus Tam for the belt, then her first two defenses can be Natsuko and Konami. Um, most likely the first one's going to be Natsuko because she had a a white belt shot and she'll probably say I want my white belt shot but I don't know if they're gonna keep that around because technically this is her white belt shot uh, just like this is what uh, Tam's and Julia's and Konami's white belt shot I just don't see them really um, having Tam be the first offense if she's gonna make it to the final so I think that's why Nasco's not gonna go on because she's gonna be the first offense I'm, I'm very curious to see how Julia is going to beat Konami, though. Uh, Konami is very rarely beaten, and um, I, I know Julia is much higher than her on the card, 
it's just it's going to be interesting because I don't. I mean, it's most likely, if anything, going to be a submission because, um, the, in wrestling, losing by submission, in my opinion, it, it isn't always as bad as losing by pin because anybody can get into a, a submission. You know, like it, it, it's not anything to be. Um, what's the word for it? Ashamed of, if you do get you know trapped by your opponent like that. It can happen to anybody. So, yeah, there you go. I think Julia is going to go on, so is Tam, and then they're going to face off, and then Julia's going to win the belt and have her first defense be against Natsuko, most likely. In the next show, July 23rd in Osaka, the only important match that they are going to have there is the Artist of Stardom Championship titles match between DDM and Odotai. Julia, Shitty, and... Micah versus Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, and Natsu Samire. Now this one is very, very interesting because I don't know the outcome. I really, really don't. Um, it could really go either way. What I would want to happen is probably Odotai to win uh, just because I truly believe Julia is about to win this white belt and I don't think that she should be holding both belts right now. Uh, with so many people on the roster, there's no reason to really have double up on belts. And it would really help Odotai kind of get ahead. Because I, I feel like, at least with the foreign fan base, they're kind of struggling to to be as loved as they once were when Kagetsu was in charge. And I think this could really help them if they become the champions and they become an, a legit champion. And this will also be Samire's second ever title, ever. So that would be pretty nice, and um, it, it would be interest or nice to get the belt off of Shitty as well because, and Micah, um, because you know they're not in Stardom and, uh, you know having a belt on someone in that's signed to Stardom is always the best option if, you know there is an alternative. The only problem with that is. The only way I see Stardom giving the triple belts to Odotai is if B and Jamie are either going to relinquish the tag titles or they're going to lose them soon. Because I that would mean that everyone, every single member in Odotai would be holding a belt if they win this match. And that would make a lot of sense because... Odotai would have the triple belts with Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, and Natsu Samire. And then B and Jamie lose the belts to Utami and Kamatani. So then that's the belts that Queen's Quest have, the tag belts. Odotai will have the triple belts. DDM will have the white belt. Um, and then the Stars will have the either the red belt or the high speed belt. And I'll get into that a little bit because... What I want to happen and what I think is going to happen are two completely different things here for those ones. And uh, th that's really where the differences between what I want and what Stardom is probably going to do is going to show its head. Because up until this point, we, we've kind of been on the same track here on what I believe they're going to do and what I want them to do. And uh, that's about to change. So, moving on to the July 24th Nagoya show. This only has one match that is important and that match is the Red World of Stardom Championship title. 
Mayu Iwatani versus Jungle Kiona. Now, what I want to happen here is for Jungle to win. I want Jungle to win, be the white or the red belt champion, uh, get this huge win, her first singles belt win in her hometown. It would just be the perfect story. And then that would clear up stars from having any, um, what's it called, uh, you know, titles. So for later, when I'm talking about the high-speed belt, what I think they're going to do, what I want them to do based on this match coincides with what I think they're going to do for the high-speed title match. So if I get this one right, then I think what they're going to do anyway with the high-speed title match would fit better. But what I think they're going to do is I think they're going to have Mayu win and hold the title still. She's still, you know, the face of the company. There's still, she's still the one that, you know, is the the representation of stardom. She's their pillar. This is our her red belt um, run that got severely neutered because of the coronavirus. And I think it would be very sad if her second red belt run got completely destroyed because of another reason that wasn't her fault. First one was because she got injured during the match and. They relinquished the title to Tony Storm. And in this one, three months of her reign have had zero defenses and zero matches because of the coronavirus. Uh, I would just be genuinely shocked if they took the belt off of her. I would literally be very, very shocked because it's just not something I can see st- like Rossi doing because I'm, my use his project, you know. He, he invested a lot in her. He saw big things in her. He did a lot to get her into stardom, into wrestling. And it's paid off very, very well. And I can't see him throwing her under the bus like this. The problem is, is all of us, and I can, I can say this pretty confidently, expect, um, particularly for Western fans anyway, all of us want Jungle to win. Now, that doesn't mean you have to agree with me. You know, if you don't want John to win, that's fine. I'm not speaking for you. But a lot of the people that I talk to, um, we're sick of seeing Jungle fail. We just want it to happen, even if it's just a transitional championship. Even if she just holds it for like a month or two, gets maybe one defense, maybe two defenses, and then loses it. It's still, at the very least, what she deserves. She is... Amazing. She's an she's a linchpin of the promotion, and now, unfortunately, she is the leader of Tokyo Cyber Squad. So, she needs something to legitimize her new leadership, and I think this would be the best way to do it. Because TCS has zero zero belts. Moving on to the last show, the July twenty sixth Cork and Hall show where the uh, high-speed championship title match is going to happen and the finals of the white belt title you know, tournament. I already went over what I think that's going to happen, so I'm not going to talk about it again, obviously. But the other match, the high-speed title match, I have yet to talk about that. And this, this could get very, very heated. This, a lot of people are kind of staking too much on this. And what I mean by that is I don't think... This is going to turn out well. I think a lot of people are hoping for one thing, and it's not going to happen. And that's me included. Now, what I want to happen 
because the match is a triple threat match between Azumi, Starlight Kid, and Riho. This is the best chance so far to get that belt off Riho because Riho doesn't have to be pinned. What I want to happen, I don't even have to say this, obviously. If you've been watching my videos long enough, you know exactly what I'm about to say. I want Azumi to get that belt. I think she is the best person to re-legitimize the belt. She is the only one who sees that as the main belt. Yes, she sees that as her belt. Her idol, the person she looks up to the most in wrestling, was the person who held that belt for a very, very long time and was kind of the quintessential high-speed wrestler of Joshi for a long time. Um, Natsio Tayo. And Azumi deserves it from all of the work and, you know, the time she's put in. She's put over people plenty of times. She's been the pin fodder for her group for three years. Almost four. No, she joined in 2017, so about three years, yeah. Um, she, she definitely deserves a chance to win this, especially since they didn't give her the future belt. And they're never going to. She still technically has like two more years before she's ineligible. So she could maybe in the future. Who knows. But I, I don't see that now. She She's past it. They, they ruined the chance to give it to her. Now the only belt that makes sense that she can possibly get is the one belt that was basically made for her. The high speed title match. Belt. High, high speed title. And the best way to do it is have a Zumi pin Starlight. Now this would be perfectly fine because Azumi has pinned Starlight before in multi-person matches. So it wouldn't be like a, a huge achievement. And I know a lot of people want Azumi's first win over Starlight Kid to be taking the title off of Starlight, but I think that's stupid. Um, no offense. Um, I, I don't think it's stupid because it's a stupid idea. I think it's stupid because I don't think Starlight Kid should get the belt first. And the reason for that is throughout their entire careers, Starlight Kid has clearly had a more backing bias from Rossi and Stardom. And a lot of that has to do with her um, merch selling ability, her ability to gain fans. It just she she's better at that than Azumi. Throughout their entire career, Starlight Kid has kind of had a more positive career. Um, she's, she's held a singles belt, the future belt, she's the inaugural, inaugural, inaugural future belt champion. So that's one thing she has over Azumi. She also has had the belt, you know, since Azumi never did. So that's another thing. Uh, she, all the, she has never lost to Azumi in a one-on-one. -on -one, and they've faced each other multiple times in one-on-one. -on -one. So it's not like a one thing where Starlight Kid just happened to win that one time. No. Azumi has never beaten Starlight Kid in a one-on-one -on -one singles match. And Starlight Kid rarely gets pinned in her group matches. She 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 really doesn't. And she also usually wins um elimination matches like battle royales and things like that. She's just really good at those. I think that's a great thing. Like don't don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining about any of these things. I get why they happen. Uh, that's not how it would be happening if I was running it, but I get it, and I, you know, I still support it. 
but I think it's finally time to let Azumi get one up on her. Let Azumi get this belt, please. We all want it. Almost everyone I've ever talked to, other than Riho fans, want Azumi to win this match. I have not seen one person, um, and I'm sure someone in my Discord has probably said this, and I just didn't notice, but I have yet to see one person who genuinely wants Starlight Kid to win this match. And it's nothing against Starlight Kid. It's just more support for Azumi winning this match to the point where Starlight Kid has almost none. And, it, like I said, it's not because Starlight Kid, you know, is bad. No one wants Starlight Kid to, you know, fail. We all support her. Like, a lot of us like her. She's great. But we just want Azumi to finally win one. And we also really want the belt off of Riho. Now, I've seen some comments and stuff like that of people who really want Riho to just, like, kick their asses and win, which is weird. I don't know why you want that, because Riho is not very good. Um... She, she's an okay wrestler. She's a decent wrestler. She's a mid-card level wrestler, uh, from my perspective. Um, I, I, I know I'll probably get yelled at for that, but that's what I believe. Now, moving on to what I think they're going to do. Unfortunately, I think they're going to have Starlight Kid win the match. They're going to have Starlight Kid pin Izumi and become the next high-speed champion. Ugh. <sighs> It, it, like, it, it really sucks, you know, because, like, being a Zumi fan is a lot like being a Jungle fan, because you just know Azumi's always going to get the short end of the stick. She, she's never going to get that, that push right now. Now, once she graduates, you know, and becomes an adult, who knows? You know, they might be willing to push her once she graduates high school. I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Or why that would affect her now, because, you know, if you know Izumi's story, you know her being in high school should matter nothing in terms of trusting her to stay with the company. She, quick story, or long story short, for those of you who don't already know, when Izumi went into high school, she wanted the ability to train with the starting people, because the younger girls, they don't get to take part in most of the, um, the group trainings. Because, you know, they're at school. So Izumi purposely picked a high school that would let her skip half the day to go and train. She chose a school to let her skip half the day to go train. That is how committed she is to this wrestling business. Starlight Kid never did that. She was, honestly, what Starlight Kid did is actually a lot more, like, um, hard and, you know, it deserves a lot more props because she went to a high class, like prestige high school, I believe, and then um, also did wrestled just as much as Azumi. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> I'm talking about Azumi's clearly dedicated, and I can understand why they would want to wait until she graduated, but I just don't think they have to. It would be great to have as like a PR thing too this 17 year old prodigy be your high-speed champion. You know Azumi is going to... Uh, man, she is going to raise that belt so much. She's going to shove it in people's faces. She's going to take on all newcomers. She's going to really make it special. And unfortunately, I just don't think it's going to happen for a couple reasons. And one, they've always backed Starlight Kid more than Azumi. They have really shifted their perspective on backing people before they graduate. And three... Azumi has looked really upset 
and kind of angry um, in both shows that we've had since their return. And that might be because she ain't getting that belt. Uh, it might just be her, you know, acting, you know, her being in character. But she usually wasn't that serious. And I think it because her losing the chance to win this belt, it could very well be what's causing her to be all moody. And I wouldn't blame her. So, there you go. That is the podcast. I was I was expecting to actually talk about another topic, but I'm already almost, or I'm already at like 25 minutes, and all I've talked about is these predictions. So, I guess that's what this episode's going to be. It's just going to be predictions. Stardom predictions for the upcoming shows. Hopefully, um, what I want to happen is, is going to be what's going to happen, and hopefully what I think they're going to happen or what I think they're going to happen, what I think they're going to do does not happen. Uh, let me know in the comments. I don't, I don't even know. I don't think there are comments on podcasts. Huh. That'll be interesting. Well, you can always go to my Twitter and tweet at me um, what you think is actually going to happen. I, I might upload this to my YouTube channel as well. I, that's probably what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to I'm going to upload um this on YouTube and then also just upload it as a podcast and then if you want to listen to it on YouTube you can, if you want to listen to it as a podcast you can. But primarily these are going to be made for the podcast, so I'm not going to rely on visuals or anything like that. So you, there, there's no reason for you to watch it on YouTube unless that's just the best way for you to do it. Alright, and as always, right at the end, I'm going to give a shout-out to all of my Patreon supporters. We have Smackadon Podcast, Miss Solar, uh, K-Master of None, Tokyo Cyber Drifter, and The Yellow Hook.